It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on this uh, Monday afternoon. We're glad you're with us. Tom Barfield, Ed Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. And we are glad you are with us here on a uh, Monday afternoon. We got plenty to talk about. I mean, plenty to get to today. High school football, college football, NFL football. Uh, yeah, just some some fun finishes, some crazy finishes. And, of course, the Cowboys and the Eagles coming up tonight. We'll get into that game. And uh, some and, uh, a, a couple other nuggets here this afternoon. So, there you go. That uh, That's kind of what we've got planned for you here on this uh, Monday afternoon. Warden, you doing okay? Outstanding. Thank you. You had a heck of a football game, Ooh. right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a wild, wild football game on Saturday with UMHB and Harden-Simmons there at Crusader Stadium. And I will say, what an atmosphere as well. It, it was – Coach Friedberg said it today in the Zoom conference uh, – it was almost a stag bowl atmosphere. I mean, there was there wasn't an empty seat in the place. Wow! And both berms were full, standing room only. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was great. That's fun, and they fell behind big time. It was twenty eight seven at halftime. Harden Simmons ahead of UMHB, and they had a couple of fumbles in the first half that you know set them up on some short fields, and you know, and the other thing is Harden Simmons just came out and and hit UMHB right in the mouth. They were flat first half. They didn't play very well at all in the first half. Well, and give the Cowboys some credit for coming in and Absolutely. playing well. That's why I said they hit them yeah. right in the mouth. Uh, and came they came with a little swagger. Sounds like yeah, they came out. They were fired up. They and from from warm ups. And I, you know, sometimes I I always see teams that come out and and have the high energy during during warm ups and then. They leave it out there during pregame, and but the Cowboys didn't. They came out and played well the first half. So Harden Simmons got after UMHB and mm-hmm. and uh, and played well. But you know what? Good teams find ways to win. Championship teams find ways to win, and, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, they they did. They they found a way to to make it happen. They they scored twenty seven unanswered points and and took the lead in the fourth quarter um, and missed the extra point, which only made it a six-point lead, which then you thought, uh-oh, leave the door wide open on that deal. And so uh, they they were able to hang on. Interception at the four-yard line with time running out. Oh, wow. Sealed the deal for the Crusaders. But you're, you're right. You know, good teams find a way to do that, don't they? Yep. Have, they always seem to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, last night's a prime example. I mean, Green Bay finds a way to win the football game with 30-something seconds mm-hmm. left in the football game. Yeah. I mean, they find a way. And then there's teams that find ways to lose. There is. I mean, in bless Detroit's heart, who <laughs> kicks a 66-yard field goal? But you know what? That's not going to happen against old New England or, or you know. It's going to happen against Detroit. It, it's supposed to, well, I think. The the three longest field goals in NFL football history against mm-hmm. the Lions. Wow. How about that? <laughs> How about and that? And then, was it? Didn't Tom Dempsey though? Didn't he play for Detroit? I, he kicked, I don't. I don't know, you know if he the, did it one time. He might have. He was the kicker that had the half foot. 
Yeah, he you might know, he might have played for Detroit at, I at thought one it was, time. I thought it was. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that was like sixty-two yards, and that stood forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the longest kick in NFL history for. I don't know, 6,000 years or something. But anyway, uh, you know, coming up tonight, there's going to be uh, a little football game on ABC or ESPN, actually. And it's going to be the uh, Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. And right now, we want to say hello to Andrea from Last Chance Bar. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Hi, God. How are you? Terrific. We appreciate your time today. So you guys are going to have a little party tonight watching the football game. We are. We're always partying. No. <laughs> yes, we will. From six to seven, we're going to have a pregame special, a uh, happy hour. Kind of come on in, you know, enjoy a little uh, cowboy laughter. Uh, six. Uh, we're going to have seven TVs premiering on the game with a projector. We'll have overhead um, uh, intercom going on, but we're going to be having that happy hour special with two dollar and fifty cent beers. Can't beat that, right? Absolutely. And then you guys are going to have some nachos, and you're going to have just kind of a – like I said, it's just going to be a big watch party and a, and a pool tournament and all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. We, the pool tournament won't start till late, so that will be kind of low-key. But it's free pool. Uh, up until then, uh, we have free pool all day, every day on Monday. Um, so, yeah. Well, no, come well, on out. If you're looking for a fun place to watch – the, the, the football game, then it's Last Chance Bar. And, and what's your address? Because I, I guarantee you there's a line going out there right now, and they're like, well, we need to know where to go. Oh, heck yeah, yeah. We are on 1200 New Dallas Highway. So uh, we're, we're just a little old side bar, so don't be intimidated by it. It's really cool, fun, great atmosphere inside. Well, so. It sounds like you guys are going to have a great time tonight, and we, uh, we, we uh, look forward to it and hope you guys have a great night. Six to seven is the, uh, is the, uh, the, the happy hour, $2.50 uh, beer, and then, of course, there's nachos, pizza, and popcorn, and uh, free That's pool. Right. And, 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 and what did you say, seven televisions? Seven televisions and one projection projection screen. Yep. All on the Cowboys beating the Eagles tonight. Yep. So you can sit anywhere in the bar and sit on one corner, one wall, another, hey. turn around talking. So anywhere you are, you're watching the Cowboys beat the Eagles with seven seven TVs Absolutely. and a projection. So there you go. Hey, Andrea, have fun tonight. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being yeah. with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys. Y'all enjoy. See you later. That, that sounds like a fun time. Seven TVs in a little old cozy place, you know, and they're serving food and having some great drink specials. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, eight minutes after four, 408 here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, and, and, you know, the Baylor Bears, I mean, they held off, and I do mean they held off Iowa State. That was a heck of a, uh, a football game. And, you know, we, we talk all the time. And, and, and you know, and, and it, sometimes it sounds like, it's just coach speak or, or broadcast speak, whatever you want. You know, when we start going, well, there's three phases to the game. There's offense, there's defense, there's special teams. I'm telling you right now, Baylor's not number 21 in the country, and they're not 4-0 and without their special teams. Their special teams were phenomenal, and conversely, Iowa State had some struggles in their special teams. Iowa State had a punt partially blocked. Uh, Iowa State had a low line drive punt to Tristan Ebner, who returned it to the 16-yard line. Ebner returns a kick for a touchdown, and Baylor punted the ball, Ward, at a 54-yard average. 
It was unbelievable how dominant Baylor's special teams were. And quite frankly, Baylor's special teams won the football game for them. They scored 10 points in the second half. 10. A touchdown return for, I mean, a kick return for a touchdown. And as I mentioned, they returned a punt. Ebner returned a punt to the 16 yard line. Three plays later, they kick a field goal for their 10th point. Everything that they did point wise in the second half was predicated on special teams. That wins you ball games every and, time. And they forced Iowa State to have to drive the football so stinking far because they punt, they flipped the field so many times that you know as well as I do things are going to happen and they're going to end up kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns, and that's what they did. They kicked three field goals and missed one. Uh, so th- while they're scoring three, and th- they were scoring three instead of seven. And, and I'm telling you, Baylor special teams won the football game for them. Well, and you've got to be able to be sound in special teams, especially when you're going to go against teams that you're pretty evenly matched with. I think these two teams were pretty evenly matched. In fact, going into the game, probably thought Iowa State was a little bit better than Baylor, but we didn't know for sure because of the fact that, you know, we hadn't seen Baylor against the same type of competition that we saw Iowa State against. So uh, now we've seen Baylor against good competition. You can get a little bit better read on them. Uh, and when you're facing a team that's pretty close to you mm-hmm. as far as talent-wise, offensively and defensively, special teams can make a huge difference in a football game, and it did on Saturday. Yeah, there's no question. Jeff and Belton said, no, nope, Tom, you're wrong. He kicked for the Saints. That's right. He kicked it against Detroit. Yeah. I knew Detroit was involved in that thing. That's, why I, that's why I said yeah. the last three longest field goals in NFL history. So, All right, there you go. So w- that's kind of where we're going to get started with. Uh, we'll start with the, the Big 12. And Baylor, and we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies expected tonight. Low temperatures fall to around 70 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow with a 30% chance of scattered showers. Maybe an isolated storm, a high of 92. And on Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 60% chance of scattered showers. Maybe a thunderstorm and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Our next Baylor Coaches Show, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas, includes cross-country coach David Barnett and head football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Your goals. Your future, your dreams, these things are none of our business. Your symptoms, your work from home sweatpants, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Oh, who's that from? Ah, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. 
Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31 29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number six, and Oklahoma State enters the Top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden Simmons 34 28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66 yard field goal, the longest in NFL history by two yards, and won the game 19 17 over the line. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid, 63, was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football, Cowboys host the Eagles, 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Switch ends, Baylor traveling left to right. Bohannon fakes the handoff, stands in the pocket, fires to the end zone, it is caught, Taekwon Thornton. Touchdown! That is John Morris on the call from Learfield as the uh, Baylor Bears win over the over the Iowa State Cyclones on Saturday. And Ward, we again we had a big crowd. It was Parents Weekend. It was gold out, and the Bears were in all gold. And man, what a uh, what a day! So it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But I'm telling you, the second half, man, the second half uh, was about uh, was about special teams for Baylor or. Or there's just not going to be uh, there's not going to be a W. It's that simple. I mean, when you start looking at the numbers, and uh, and and you and you see what Baylor did from a total offense standpoint, and then start looking at breaking it down in the first half, Baylor had some huge numbers. I mean, first of all, they scored their first three possessions of the football game. I mean, first three possessions, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. They've uh, they're you know they've got points out of all three of those drives. In fact, Bohannon in the first quarter was 6-7 for 79 yards. At halftime, Bohannon was 11-13 of 13 for 146 yards. And Baylor had 27 snaps of the football in the first half for 212 yards of total offense. 212. Wow. Nice, right? Yeah. 21 points. You can deal with that. 21 points, 27 snaps, 212 yards. And – they finished the game with 282 yards. Hmm. I mean, it just hmm. – they that they had some issues uh, offensively. You know, I, I, and give credit to Iowa State making some adjustments. But, you know, I, th- I don't think they threw but like four or five times after the first series of the second half. And, and the other issue was they committed nine penalties for 100 yards. 
That's a football field. As you know, you and I were talking earlier today. That's yeah. a football field. You can't have that many penalties. You can't have that many penalties for yards. And, and uh, look, if 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 they're okay with going to the running game and, and not throwing the ball to try to melt the clock down, I'm okay with that too, as long as you're efficient with it. Uh, they weren't able to run the football, yeah. and here's why. Iowa State said, hey, they're not going to throw. And Iowa State started doing what any team would okay, do. You, you can't be predictable. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you can run it and, and not throw it, you know, I, I don't get so alarmed. But then you turn around, you can't run it either. You're going to have to do something to, to loosen up the box so you can close the game out, right? Yeah. Uh, again, 282 yards. Iowa State had 400 and 69 yards of total offense. But as Coach Aranda talks about those hidden yards, you know, the flipping of the field. Uh, every time you turned around, no pun intended, their punt return man was having to turn around and go catch it over his shoulder. At some point you would think, okay, let's back up. But they didn't, and he would chase that football down, and then they'd have to go a long way, and then they would it, it would end up stalling, and they'd end up kicking a field goal. And it was, uh, you know, it was – Special teams was just tremendous for Baylor. There's just no question. I mean, they get a tip uh, on a, on a punt, and 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 so it, lo- it looked like a shank live, but it really was a tip ball at the line of scrimmage. And then they also had the the low line drive punt that was returned by Ebner to the 16 yard line that put him in point blank range. Now that's when I was curious, why didn't they take a shot right there? You're at the 16, even if even if Bohannon gets sacked, you're still in great shape for a field goal. You're, you're in the red zone. You're inside the 20. And I'm thinking, take one shot. If you score a touchdown, it pretty much seals the deal. But hey, they yeah. didn't, and they ran it three times into the boundary, short side, and and then kicked a field goal. So, Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that either. And, you know, I am a proponent. Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> I'm a proponent of on a turnover or a big play like that, you go directly to the end zone. You try to loosen them up immediately. May not be successful, but you've got their eyes wide open because you've got them on on the back of their heels at that moment. Yeah. So I'm I'm the I'm always been a fan of taking that shot right after a turnover or after a big kick return. I'm I'm going deep, and if it's only 16 yards, that's fine. But if it's you know whatever it is, I'm taking that shot to get to the end zone just to try to keep them reeling a little bit. You still got like you pointed out. You're still in field goal range. You're mm-hmm. st- you still got two more plays to go. Right. I mean, you can you can adjust from there, but take that shot while you got it. And that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for at least one opportunity to the end zone because if you score a touchdown there, I think that pretty much does it. Sure, but, absolutely. But by kicking the field goal, you left you left them with a chance mm-hmm. down eight, and they score, and now they're down two and going for the two point conversion. Now, I still don't know. I I've seen it, but I I still don't know what happened on that two-point conversion. I'm not sure if he fumbled the snap or if that was designed to kind of hide there for a second. Uh, Brock Purdy, did you see? I don't know I don't, if you I saw I don't know. It. I don't know. It was he, very he discombobbled. Went, he went down, and then the next thing you know, he's lofting it into the end zone. And when he went down, I'm like, is he hiding? Is Did he fumble the snap? I mean, what's going on I couldn't tell when there? I saw it. But, you know, I, I'm sitting there thinking, if they get this two-point conversion, this does not bode well for Baylor. No. I mean – the, the way that the second half had kind of unfolded. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I agree. But 
bottom line is they win the football game. And if you can do some things in the second half that, that's not conducive to winning football and still find a way to win the game, that's where I someone asked me uh, yesterday, I think, and I said, you know, my que- I had a lot of questions about Baylor going into yesterday's football game. And believe it or not, even though they didn't play particularly well in the second half, a lot of those questions were answered. This is a good football team. This team is 3,000% better than they were a year ago. Now, they've still got – in. Coach Aranda will tell you they've still got a long way to go mm-hmm. before it, you know because you as you point out you all the time you got to put four quarters together sure it, absolutely. It, it's a four quarter game mm-hmm. uh, but this is a football team I mean that scratch when you use every phase to win a football game and they did then and, and then still be able to pull out the, the win you got to play 60 minutes right bottom line and, and I don't think Baylor played 60 minutes on Saturday. And I don't think they can play like they played Saturday on the road in Stillwater and come out of there. They've got to clean up some things. I I, I think so. I mean, they, they just have to. And, yeah. and, you know, and they look, know that. It's it's a learning process for them. Yeah. It's still, I mean, you can say they're 4-0 and and everything else, and, and a lot of people say, they're well, you know, should they be the best team in the Big 12? They're 4-0. Well, you know, look, this team has a long, long way to go. Hats off to where they're at right now. But they still got a long way to go, and they know that. Dave Aranda today was asked specifically about the the rankings. Now he is, hey, look, we're about getting better and going and playing the next football game. I mean, he's not at all uh, engaged in in what the rankings they don't are, mean anything. And, especially to those guys. I mean, look, he's he. You could tell he's ready to get moved beyond Iowa State, other than the learning aspects of it mm-hmm. and go get ready for Oklahoma Oklahoma State rather uh he he did talk about the the overall play of the uh particularly in the second half looking at it a lot of the a lot of the tape is ugly to look at and um it's um it's tough to kind of um put both feet in the ground and own up to uh certain parts of that tape and so I think just um having been in this space before um, you'd rather take a win than a, than a loss in this circumstance, but m- a whole bunch of chance for us to get better, and we're aiming to do that. And what a great opponent this week! Um, talented, on the rise. You know, I think um, Oklahoma State's got a great identity now, and so excited for that matchup. He just said it. Glad to have won the game, but we got a we got a lot of stuff we got to clean up. I mean, and there's no doubt you yeah. can't play a second half like that and expect to win every week. It's not going to happen. And, and and that's what I liked. I mean, it wasn't hey, look, guys, you know, we, you know, we got a W and raw raw. Nope, it was the tape was ugly to look at at times. Now it wasn't so ugly in the first half. I'll tell you, it was pretty nice to look at. But there were some things in the second half that just didn't just didn't work. And, and you know, he was asked later in the press conference if if. Did they get conservative? No, I think the um, some of what we mentioned before, I think some of the negative things that happened earlier in the game, I think, lingered throughout the game. And there were feelings of that on the sidelines, and we could address it and try to get better with it. Uh, and I think it was still a fight. I thought the the later the game got, the more pressure that you're dealing with, and so I think guys were were trying to make plays as opposed to um, um, 
you know, working on the execution, letting the plays come to them. I think, you know, that's an area that I take responsibility for um, because, you know, you can talk about that, but when you're in it, it's something else entirely. And so now that uh, we've experienced that, we can improve from that. But uh, I'm very confident about the next time we're in a spot like that, we'll be much better. I personally like the way he identified stuff like that. I, you know, he 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 basically said exactly what we were, we've been talking about. There there were things that happened that that really you're very fortunate to win the football game, and and he and they're going to work on it. They're going to address it, and they're gonna they're gonna get better for it. Uh, you know, there there was there was no sugarcoating it. I mean, he said there's things that they've got to do to get to get better to move forward, and, and that's exactly what they're going to do. But with that said. The fact that they had enough to get it done and win the football game in the process, uh, to me, speaks volumes. So we'll see. I mean, they're four and zero. They're two and zero in in conference play, and they got another opportunity on Saturday. And I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, let's go play now. <laughs> you know, let's 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 see what happens now. Uh, Four twenty six. And on our CNC Collision Center text line, you mentioned all three were against the Lions. Pat Kerrigan lays it out for us. Pat says uh, in seventy it was a sixty three yarder. Now, of course, was Tom Dempsey in thirteen it was sixty one yards, and uh, yesterday was sixty six yards. Hit the. I, I, Honestly, I, we we'd gone to see the little the, the little grandson take him to a little gaming room or something, and so there was some televisions in there, and I was sneaking a peek and watch that ball hit that crossbar yeah. and then go across. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, he even, like, took a, he wow. even took a little crow hop to get into it. It was pretty amazing watching him. Uh, he he got he gave it everything he had, and it just barely got there, but it got there. But it's it, is it? Am I right? I mean, you're you're always going to see. Certain teams find ways to win, and you're always going to see certain teams find ways to lose. I mean, Detroit. <laughs> Detroit stinks. Yeah. Bottom line. Well, yeah, but I mean, look, they any other day they get a W. They did enough to win the football game yesterday, except for have a guy boot a 66-yard <laughs> field goal. I mean, come on, what do they got to do to win one? You know what I mean? But I, I it, it always seems to happen to dudes like that. Uh, all right, it is a 427. We are uh, rolling through here. We got a lot to do. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to uh, Jerry Hill, and uh, we'll do that for you here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring, the best burgers in Waco with that uh, tremendous, I, I, I want to call it just a, a secret seasoning that they put uh, – Put on those burgers before they put them on that uh, flat top and, and uh, cook up those burgers for you. And, again, they're not going to cook those burgers until you place the order uh, at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers or by phone. You could do that, and that's when the cooking process starts. Not a second before. No heating lamps. There's not, you know, they're not stacking 26 hamburger patties over in the corner going, okay, as soon as someone orders them, we'll slap them. They, they don't do that. That's That's not how they – that's not how they do things. They, I mean, everything, all of the ingredients, whether it's the lettuce, the tomatoes, whatever the case, onions, whatever the case may be, all of that's fresh stuff, uh, great stuff, curly fries, French fries, onion rings, tater tots. They do it all for you. They're open until about 4.30 uh, uh, Monday through Friday and then a half a day on Saturday. Uh, just got some uh, short.
shortened hours because of COVID, but uh, hey, look, they're there for you. And uh, lunchtime is their time, and they shine during lunchtime. And uh, you can check them out at 1810 Herring. Perry, David, the entire crew waiting on you at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. It's off to Stillwater this week for Dave Aranda and the Bears taking on Oklahoma State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, Sean Morris. Bears, Cowboys, from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater. This Saturday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet Arch Supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Texas is open for business. And as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31 29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number six, and Oklahoma State enters the Top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden Simmons 34 28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66 yard field goal, the longest in NFL history by two yards, and won the game 19 17 over the line. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid, 63, was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football, Cowboys host the Eagles, 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios.
432, welcome back. This is ESPN and Game Time here on a Monday afternoon, our 4 o'clock hour service at Good Feet in Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. And uh, don't forget, uh, our football weekend continues, even though it's Monday, we continue with Monday Night Football tonight, the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. We're joined now on the program by the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University. It's a view from the hill with Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Tommy. I'm doing well. Thank you. And just a thought, I am so pleased and so thankful that you have tremendous writing skills and can make your living <laughs> with with words. I know where be- you're going. Because you okay. can't make your living with song and dance. Let's just be real clear about I that. I, I don't think I care. I can't carry a tune when I sing. And I certainly can't dance. So, hey, but you know what? When you know your limitations, you can still have fun with it. Oh, I saw that on Twitter Saturday night. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is real yeah. good. So, oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, the Bears win. And, yep. and still plenty of room for improvement. And, and that was kind of the takeaway uh, today, right, uh, in, in, in Coach Aranda's press conference. Yeah, and he said a lot of the same things, Tommy, after the game the other night, is that it was ugly, you know, and in a lot of ways, and particularly in that second half. Uh, and then, you know, you had 100 yards and penalties. Um, you know, that's two games out of your four where you've had right at 100 yards and penalties, and you just can't do that and beat good teams. But yet they did. Um, and, and it is one of those things that, you know, one of the things that he talked about after the game the other day was, you know, I'm looking there at total yards, you know, outgained, you know, by 170, 180 yards, um, had 100 yards in penalties. So, like, how did you – and, you know, we've talked about it, but it's those hidden numbers of the special teams. Hmm. I mean, you know, Tristan Ebner won you the game with that kickoff return and then the punt return there late. So, um, that was the difference, really, because, you know, they had all the momentum and then he took it back. Were you just slightly surprised? You know, you mentioned Ebner. He returns the kick for the touchdown. On the punt, he returns the yeah. line drive punt to the 16-yard line, so you're immediately in field goal range. I, I thought right there that, that they would take a shot to the end zone, and they did not. Yeah, I mean, and, and we talked about it. I mean, they, they only threw six passes in the second half, I believe it was, and and, uh, you know, so they didn't really have a lot of success in that area and didn't didn't really pass a lot. I don't know if they were trying to take it, you know, off of Gary. I don't know. But, you know, they were very conservative on that series. And, uh, you know, they uh, – you know, I, I think in that first half you saw this offense, what it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he opened it up a little bit and, you know, ran some different stuff. And, I mean, you know, it was three straight series there of touchdowns. You know, and this is a – against an Iowa State team that came into that game ranked number one in the nation in total defense. And you just kind of, you know, shoved it right down their throats. Um, so, you know, it's you just got to get to that point where, you know, if they make adjustments, then you got to make adjustments too, and you, you put, you know, four quarters together. Jerry, why the conservative in the, in the second half, do you think, from the Bears? Yeah, I, I still don't get that award. Uh, I, you know, I, and and he talked about it a little bit. I do think they got a little gun shy after after Gary fumbled. Uh, you know, on that opening drive because you know they had seventy yards in the in the second half, and I think fifty something of those were on that first drive. 
So you really just didn't do much of anything after that. So, again, I don't know if they got, you know, gun-shy, didn't want to put it in his hands to try to make a play. I don't know. But they, they definitely, you know, kind of pulled the reins back a little bit. Uh, you know, and, and, of course, you know, you did enough to win. But it felt like you could have won this one a lot more comfortably if, if you had kind of kept the, uh, you know, pedal to the metal, that kind of thing. But, uh yeah, for whatever reason, and, you know, like I said, I, I think they were a little gun-shy after Gary fumbled that one, and, and you know, he's yet to throw a pick. Uh, but, yeah, it did seem like they were very reluctant to, you know, put the ball in his hands and, and, and throw passes there, uh, particularly late in the game. You know, Jerry, I don't – Bernard obviously was not in the game, and, and I think Petrie was having some cramping issues – so two right. of your better players were not on the field for that right. two-point conversion. Yeah, yeah, I, it was crazy, Tommy, because, uh, you know, Bernard, obviously that was a big loss. And, and, and Matt Jones, you got him playing in a spot where basically he had not been practicing at all. Now, he's played all three of those linebacker positions, but he had really not practiced at all at that will or weak side linebacker um, that Terrell plays. So, you know, amazing for him to go to an outside linebacker spot uh, at Jack, uh, kind of more of like a, almost like a rush edge type guy to, to go in there in middle, you know, or in, in one of those inside linebacker spots and, and into a spot that Terrell Bernard ha- has, you know, held for the last two or three years. So, uh, you know, kudos to him. And I think he'll get better if, you know, if they have to go with him uh, some more there. But, uh, yeah, it was incredible. Um, and, and, you know, you think about that play, Tommy, and, and I don't even think he got credit for a quarterback hurry. But uh, Garmin Randolph on that backside, him, you know, just kind of putting some pressure on him and then just, you know, he's six seven, Like, you know, like Coach Aranda said, that'd be different if I was rushing him, you know, and he was talking about himself. He, yeah. He's not much taller than I am. So, but yeah, you got Garmin Randolph in your face. Yeah, you're probably going to, you know, throw it a little bit off. And, and I thought that was kind of the key thing of the game was, you know, him, I mean, he had the – interception before that but then that play you know I, I think they make that play even with the little bobbled snap or whatever I think they make that play if, if Garmin Randolph isn't there pressuring the quarterback Jerry does it feel like that this defense took another little step forward against after this game and, and have more confidence after this game being able to hold off Iowa State yeah and, and there were some moments again that led to ugly. You know, I went back and looked at a at a series, and I think I mentioned this to Tom um, today at the press conference. They had a series where you know they went 85 yards in like five plays, and it was 32 yard run, two yard run, um, 24 yard pass, 30 yard run. I mean, it was it was a very ugly drive. So you had some of those. Uh, but yeah, for most of the game, and I, and what it came down to, Ward, and this is this is another key to the game, is yes, Iowa State gained some yards, but you know what? You made them try field goals four times, and they made three. So that that to me was another big key in the game. Is instead of you know giving up touchdowns, you know four times they made them try field goals. You mentioned that. Uh... Ebner, you know, basically won the football game, particularly with right. his play in the second half. I agree, but yeah. you better give a gold star to Powers. He yeah. punted the heck out of that football. Oh, yeah. And as you mentioned, it, it sometimes it was one or two more first downs that they had to go get to get themselves right. in a scoring position. And, and 
created field goal opportunities instead of right. touchdown opportunities, and that's a huge swing in that football game as well. Yeah, he had an unbelievable day, Isaac Power. I mean, he uh, and I, I wrote a note about it that'll that'll be in the three takes um, in tomorrow or actually later today um, posted. But um, yeah, he he averaged fifty four point five yards, had three kicks over fifty, um, had a fifty two point eight yard net. I mean, they had you know he had four kicks and only three of them were returned at all, and it was for a total of seven yards. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the one that was muffed. Um, so yeah, they uh, they got nothing on the punt returns, and and he had just a phenomenal day. And he flipped the basically every time he kicked, he flipped the field. Sure so did. He did his job, no, no doubt. Question. And, and yeah. those return guys spent more time catching yeah, footballs over back. their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. I mean, he he yeah. he was a he was a star on that football team. And, you know, and that's what we were talking about at the top of the show. You know, we talk a lot about offense and defense, and we all yeah. say the same thing, special teams. But truly, special teams may have won that football game for him on Saturday. Absolutely. And I thought it was like, you know, we, we talked about it. It was in every phase of the mm-hmm. special team. Mm-hmm. You did something in every one of those. I mean, kind of lost in it is Noah Rauschenberg had six kickoffs, six touchbacks. Uh, freshman Isaiah Hankins kicks a 34-yard field goal, perfect on his extra point. So, yeah, it was and, – and then Al uh, Walcott also uh, partially blocked a punt. Right. So, I mean, you, you created stuff in that special teams that, again, your offense and defense didn't win the game. It was special teams this time. No question. All right, now you turn your attentions to the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and I think it was even brought up today uh, about Boone Pickens Field. First of all, those are some rowdy – fans they're great fans uh for their team uh and they're right on top of you if you've never been in that building it's an experience (laughs) isn't it jerry oh man it's amazing time i mean they are so close to you on that sidelines and they're you know banging those you know blow up sticks and (laughs) i mean it it gets so loud and they literally are right there on top of you so it is, I think, you know, the, it, particularly right now, it's the most intimidating atmosphere in, in the Big 12 for sure. Because, like I said, those fans, I mean, I, you got to feel like they're literally on top of you. Um, and that, that sidelines is the, you know, narrowest or whatever, the least room of any place that we go to. Right. And, and, and that, which leads me to, hey, you have got to get some of that stuff cleaned up because you've got to be polished and clean or you're going to be marching backwards. And, and he talked about the penalty situation, you know, in, in a loud stadium like that, you know, are you going to have a few false starts? Are you going to have some jumping off sides, that kind of thing? So, yeah, they've got to get it cleaned up and, and, and have to be ready, have to be prepared for that kind of atmosphere because they haven't been in that. You know, you think about it, Tom, they didn't have any crowds like that last year. Mm-hmm. And they certainly haven't had it this year up to this point and certainly not on the road. Because um, you were at Kansas and you were at Texas State, neither one of those are an intimidating atmosphere. So now you're going to, like I said, I think right now it's the most intimidating atmosphere in the Big 12. You're going to that place, and and you, you yeah, you've got to be ready for that. And it's got to be a, an us against the world mentality, doesn't it, Jerry? Well, yeah, because I, you know, I don't think you're going to have a ton of fans there, so. It, it's got to be that, and, and, you know, ideally you, you get out to a lead and you kind of quiet that crowd. Now, now those people that are right behind you, uh, you know, right behind your bench, they're not going to get quiet. 
but you might quiet at least the rest of the stadium if you get out to a lead. So that's that's probably the you know the perfect model is you get out to a lead and and you know kind of quiet things down a little bit because you're right, Tommy. That is that place can rock when they're when they're really going. That that place can get going and 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 it gets loud and it's and it's just hard to focus. Yep. Hey, hey, Jerry. What uh, you mentioned uh, the one article. What else are you working on for the uh, for the insider? Yeah, I'll have a feature midweek, uh, probably on Isaac Power actually, because I know he's one of the uh, ones we're going to interview tomorrow. Him and Jacob Gall, the center. Those are the two that we're interviewing tomorrow. Um, and then I do my uh, five keys for Friday. Um, we also do an in the huddle deal with Nick Florence that uh, we send out to Bear Foundation donors. That doesn't go up on the website, but if you're a Bear Foundation donor, you get that. And that's that's just kind of Nick's take on. Uh, we talked about last week. Uh, to kind of focus on uh, the game coming up. So Nick will give his thoughts in that, uh, and, and then we'll get going, have a game story on Saturday. And we got a lot of sports going this week too, Tommy. It's one of those weeks that you, you just kind of get used to around here, but it's it's pretty busy. Jerry, as always, we appreciate it. Have a uh, have a great uh, rest of the day, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Jerry Hill. He is the director of sports journalism at and uh, Baylor Bear Insider. All right, it is uh, 445. We're 15 away from 5. Our Ranger Roundup is coming your way next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Third and four at the Tampa 21. Only heard here. Back goes Prescott. Deep ball down the right side. He's got Cooper on the right side of the end zone. All season. Comes up with the ball and the touchdown. Holy cow. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called P.O. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get P.O.'d. Need a bed cover? Get P.O.'d. Need a hitch? Get P.O.'d. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get P.O.'d. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get P.O.'d? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. Clayton Waco 2 in Waco is seeking passionate, ambitious candidates to join their team. Clayton Waco 2 is now hiring for the day shift Monday through Friday. Starting wage is $17 an hour plus weekly bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, paid parental leave, accident, hospital, and critical illness insurance. 401k with bonus, paid vacations, and holidays with life insurance for the whole family. Log on to Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2 to apply. That's Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2. Clayton Holmes, opening doors to a better life. 
This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 449, let's talk some Ranger baseball. The Rangers salvaged a game yesterday in Baltimore, winning by a final of 7-4. And Banez leaves the yard for the Rangers. The 2-0, swing and a drive, well hit, down the left field line, fair or foul, it is a fair ball. Home run for Andy Banez, a good 15 rows in the seats down the left field line for Ibanez, his seventh home run of the year. The Rangers grab a 2-0 lead. Ibanez was two for four in the ball game, scored a couple of runs, drove in a couple of runs, and raised his average to 265. You're saying 265. Well, let me tell you, 265 is among the team leaders when it comes to the Texas Rangers. They just don't have anybody, uh, Ward, that, that – that hits for average on this ball club. And, and you know, uh, I was looking at Connor Falefa's average. He's at 272. And, and look, that's about it. I mean, that, that's just where they are right now as they prepare to go into the offseason. But I, the one thing I will say is I believe that everybody that they have within the Ranger organization now that they feel like has any chance to help them next year, they've given opportunities to. I mean, Say what you want to. I mean, when you look at this. Look at that. The lineup on opening day, and then look at the lineup yesterday. It's not even remotely close. Not no. even remotely close. No, it's totally different. And so, they're just they're trying to find something. And, and the batting average is going to stay the batting average as long as we look at analytics. I mean, that's where the game is trending to. And to me, it's silly and unfortunate. But everybody's swinging for the fence. Our stat of the day. Belongs to Adolis Garcia. Garcia had an RBI double for his 256th total base. He set a club rookie record, surpassing Mark Teixeira, who who in 2003 for total bases. Now, yeah, that's that's a good number. I mean, mm-hmm. that, I mean, it tells you that it's not just about singles. I mean, he's good. And again, I'll say for the humpteenth billion time, Adolis Garcia was nowhere to be found when this season started. He he wasn't even in the organization. I mean, it wasn't like he was down on the farm. Oh, we got to get a call up. His dude wasn't with him. Uh, so, uh, good stuff there for Adolis Garcia, who's had a, uh, you know, a, a solid year for the Rangers. And I think is part of the process moving forward. I, you know, there's uh, DJ Peters, maybe a part of the process. Abanez, uh, Connor Falefa. There's four or five. You know, that you, you feel pretty good good about. And, you know, there's a couple of arms that you feel pretty good about as you move forward. But, you know, the one thing they they haven't done, and and I don't know that, you know, and maybe it's about their offseason, 
is identify a player to build the team around. You know, here's our here's our captain. This is this is the centerpiece of our of our ball club. And, and one of the things we did here, which would be a different twist for the Rangers, is that they're going to be very active in in the off season in the free market. Uh, in the uh, in you know in in, in Maybe. whatever yeah. they say that now. Well, they, uh, they, why would I'll you believe s- it when I see it? And I agree. However, I can't believe you would say it if you don't intend to do it. Now you may come back. I, and go, I we didn't it. find the guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's or, an easy say. Huh? Or, or they could do what they've done the last couple seasons and make lowball offers to the big free agents and say, "Well, we tried." That's exactly right. Yeah. But, you know, now you can't Again, say I'll, it's I'll, too hot. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, that, that, I hope they do, but I just I, – I don't know. I, I, but I, I, you've, you've used the building now for a couple of years. The, the, that ship sailed. You've got to go find – You, I mean, you've got to at least have a team that, that, that you put on the field that's competitive. I would think so. And this team is not competitive. No. It's not going to be. You know, unless they get, unless they win six in a row to finish the year, they're going to have 100 losses. Unless they go play in the Big 12, they're not going to be competitive. So, there you go. All right, uh, that is our Ranger Roundup. Thanks to Joe Kaleo and everybody at, uh, at uh, Kaleo Wealth Management for sponsoring our Ranger Roundup. And, and he's been with us all spring and all summer long. And, and uh, many thanks to Joe uh, Kaleo and his fine staff for, uh, for sponsoring Kaleo, uh, the uh, Ranger Roundup. All right, uh, a, a quick word about our friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Think about that. 1943. That's four generations of the Emory's that have been taking care of Central Texans. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they've built their reputation one customer at a time, and they've got a simple objective, and that's to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Uh, They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, structural pipe. They also have American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Go by and see Braden and John and the entire Emory family and, and everybody at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They've also got a location down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5 and Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Our next Baylor Coaches Show, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas, includes cross-country coach David Barnett and head football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. The conditions are perfect for a group outing. And this season, the Rangers invite your crew to come out for a ball game. You'll find new group ticket prices starting with just 10 guests. New group spaces, too. All in 72-degree comfort at Globe Life Field. Just a few homestands remain at the coolest new summer destination in Texas. 
Call 972 Rangers now and let us help you find the best deal or visit TexasRangers.com. It's good to be together again. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co. Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face -face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Straight up and down, 5 o'clock. Drive safely as you wrap up your Monday. Headed to the house, getting ready for a little Monday night football. Uh, it's the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Our broadcast will begin exactly 60 minutes from right now. Uh, as uh, Brad and the gang will uh, will bring you the uh, broadcast of the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Our 5 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All the openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. Ward, we were talking during the break. Giants lose their 0-3. Uh, City of New York is 0-6, by the way, uh, because the Jets got thumped by Denver Broncos yesterday. But uh, the Giants are 0-3. Washington got beat again yesterday. 
and you play the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. I, I realize we're in week three of the NFL season, but man, this is this could be a, a nice step for the Cowboys to get the win and, and, and kind of start to create some separation. I mean, they'll have what a, a two game lead over over the Giants and uh, you know, I'm not saying that you're going to win the division in game three, but heck, when when you're when people in your division decide they're going to lose one over the weekend, it's a great opportunity for you to to create. You know, if it's just one game, who cares? It's a game. Keep keep creating that separation. All right, it'll put you at top of the division. I mean, you'll be at two and one. Everybody else, uh, Eagles in Washington, will be at uh, one and two, and so the Giants without a win. You're right. I mean, it's a it's an opportunity to separate yourself in a division that's a, not a very good division. We all know that, but you still have to win it somehow. Mm-hmm. You got to find a way to win it uh, to get to where you want to be. So divisional games are key. They're they're absolutely that they, they mean more than the other games. There's no no question. Doubt. No question about it. And particularly when you play at home, you got to win your home divisional you do. games. You do. And I know that they've got some injuries, and I know they've got some sickness uh, with with COVID. Uh, and they and, and again, you know, <laughs> my McCarthy the other day was talking about. Well, we're still trying to formulate our forty-eight man. You know, I that's got to drive a coach and a staff nutty when you can't when you can't depend on the same same set of players that you want to go out and prepare for and, and, and take them in, into the game. But that's that's the world we live in right now, particularly for the Cowboys with the injuries and. The COVID situation, you have to, uh, and that's uh, you know that's just where we're at. But I mean, really, everybody else in the in the league is facing the same kind of problems too, right? So I mean, there's there's good and bad about it. How do you react to it? How do you overcome it? And and the the better teams will be able to handle it throughout the season because that's just another aspect that you're going to have to go through. It looks like. And the Cowboys are about to play a stretch of games at home. You know, again, we're in week three of the uh, NFL season, and the Cowboys have not uh, played at AT&T yet. I mean, they, they opened at Tampa, and then, you know, they were in Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Uh, by the way, did you watch the Chargers game yesterday? I did. That was entertaining. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. Uh, but, I mean, uh, against KC. But uh, so so now they're home for for a stretch, and – Boy, you know, we, we talk about it, and we just, just mentioned it. You've got to be able to take care of your home field. Well, you do, uh, and you've got some teams coming in. You've got two divisional games in there with the Eagles and the Giants. Uh, you get a game in between it with the Carolina Panthers, who, by the way, are 3-0. and Who would have saw that coming for the Carolina Panthers? But they're playing very well right now. So that's a good team that's coming into AT&T Stadium uh, next Sunday. So, I mean, you know, you, you've got a stretch here that you – have to protect your field, but it's not going to be an easy stretch. You're going to have to play good to walk out of there with at least two wins. It, it, but that's got to be the expectation. I mean, I think you've so. got to win two out of three. I think so. I mean, and, and you would like to say three out of three. No, no, I'm with and, you. And I think when you looked at this schedule at the first of the season, if you were just trying to to look at it and go, okay, before the season starts, uh, we split the first two games. I'm happy with that, but we walk away three and zero at home and get to go to New England sitting in pretty good shape. I, I think that you look at that, and that's kind of the way you navigated through this. Now, we didn't know Carolina was going to be as good as they are right now. That's why you you know would already chalked up a, a W there. 
And, and we know, look, Philadelphia and the Giants are not good football teams. You should beat both of those. But they're going to have their motor running to play the sure. Cowboys. But they, you That's know, if just you're the way be, it is. If you're going to be the team that you think you are and you want to walk the walk and talk the talk, then you have to beat teams like this. Well, I was listening to some of the national programming today, and, and they're all saying the same thing. If you don't get it done with this group, you're not going to get it done. Blow it up and, and, and move on. And, and you know what? I agree. I mean, you, you've got what should be a divisional winning football team. Now, how deep in the – who knows? I don't know. I mean, look, there's still some questions on the defensive side of the ball for me. I sure. mean, offensively, they're uber talented offensively. Defensively, they're going to have to find some answers to – to some questions right now, and I, but they know, still should be good enough to to win games in their division. They should. Their division they, they is should. hideous. They should. Yeah, they absolutely should. I mean, does does seriously tonight's opponent does Philadelphia strike fear in you? Shouldn't. No, I I'll take. Stop it, Philadelphia. No, go beat their. Go beat this football team. Do the Giants strike? I mean, there's more internal no, those problems. Are, look, those are two bad football teams. And so is Washington, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I think so, too. Washington's worse than we thought they would be. Yeah. I, I thought that they would be the, the biggest challenge for the Cowboys. But I'm starting to think that that franchise is so dysfunctional that they're a bad football team as well. well and and they may be the worst out of those three. And, and you know what? There's, there's some dysfunction in that, in that New York Giant locker room, too. Right now there is. Uh, so, I mean, you know, where does that thing go? I, I the, don't the, know. The division itself as a whole stinks. Stinks. Not very good. So, they're begging you to win the thing. Right. But that doesn't do anything no. for you going forward. No, right? you've you know, got to go win football games. You should win this division. Yes. They should have won the division last year, but they couldn't get it done. Well, and they had 76 injuries. I mean, well, I, offensive I know. line, quarterback. I, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. They, they should have won it last year. They should win it this year. But they've got to be able to avoid the injury bug. They've got to be able to avoid. Which they haven't done a very good job so far no, this year. they haven't. I mean, it's trending in the wrong direction. Yeah. So, I mean, you, know, you can say what you will. I mean, this is a, this team should be a big playoff team or blow it up. I You know, I get that. I get why the national people are saying that. And offensively, they again, they're uber talented offensively. There's some huge question marks defensively, especially – you know, even going back to the offensive side, you get a couple of injuries that are on that offensive line. Don't say that. And you're in trouble. Don't say that. They don't have any depth. Well. They don't have any depth. Don't talk about that offensive line. Whisper when you talk about that offensive Just line. Just saying. But I'm telling you, Micah Parsons makes a huge difference on the defensive side of the football. But you, not enough. No, but you're able to move him. Look, we, when when the other day we were talking about the defensive end situation, we were all in a panic going, what are they going to do? Well, it was no a genius. No one saw that one coming, It was they? a genius move, and they were able to use utilize it mm -hmm. but they're not going to be able to utilize that much longer because of the fact that now it's on film and people can plan for it yeah they, they're not going to be able to hide it he's still talented enough to help you at, if that's where you need him somewhat yeah I don't think long term he can he doesn't have the body for it no probably not but he's so stinking athletic well he that, is, that, that it, he can but that that will take a toll on him in this league well it, but right now you need him I know I mean the bottom line is right now you need him you need him. You need to be able to move him all over the place. Quite frankly, mm -hmm. and, and, and we'll see what Randy Gregory back in the fold does. Uh, you know, if, if he can create the pressure from that other side, maybe relieve a little pressure off of off of the uh, the, the the left side. Well, you, you you need Micah Parsons back at linebacker. He, he's in he's, a perfect world. You he, do. Yeah, he's your linebacker. You need to get Jalen Smith off the field. 
in a perfect world you do. Well, <laughs> but that's if not you want to get where you want to be, that's what they're going to have to do. But that's not going to happen tonight. No, it's not. You're right. Well, and that's what scares me about tonight is is Jalen Smith. You know, I mean, the biggest thing about stopping Philadelphia's offense is stopping Jalen Hurts from running. That that's going to fall on the linebackers. Oh, Bandarez should get that done for you. You better hope so, because uh, <laughs> Jalen Smith's going to have a tough time with it. He can run with him. <laughs> oh, what's your drinking? <laughs> you have you not seen Jalen Hurt and in, in Bandarez in a in in a, in a, in a race? Better get a sand doll to kind him. <laughs> so, well, we're going to find out. I mean, and, and you know, and, and you make a great point. Everybody has issues, but they do. I'm just glad you got a guy like like Micah Parsons that oh, you it, have that there, flexibility to be able no to doubt. do some different things. There with. is no doubt. But I mean, if you're you know, if you're looking long term about getting it done or blowing the thing up, you know, be careful what you wish for because I just don't think it's built that way right now. Well, so the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles coming up uh, tonight. And, again, the pregame will begin at 6. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. I was going to pull Should up the, the Cowboys win tonight? Absolutely. No doubt, should. right? They're, a, they're playing a bad team. B, they're playing at home. And C, they're supposed to win the division. you got to win these games. There you this, go. I, I agree. And, and you know what? I think they win the game pretty comfortably. I, I would I would, I would think so, too. I, I'd agree with that. I, I think this is a game that you win by 10. And then so, that would be fine. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In the NFL, you win by ten. That's a big. That's a big win. And you know what? In stopping, start comparing some of the positions and thing. Would you 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 taking the Cowboys quarterback or you taking the Eagles quarterback? I'm taking Dak. Okay, you taking the Cowboy running game? You taking the Eagles running I'm taking game? Taking Cowboys. Of course you are. Of course you are. You taking their receiving core or the Cowboy receiving Cowboys? Core? Yeah, and and a healthy Cowboy offensive line. <laughs> you know. I, they're just a better football team on paper, and I know that you don't play them on paper. Right. I get all that, but th- what that's what we have to look at right now at ten minutes after five is wh- wh- what do they got? And I still think they're a better football team on defense. Uh, I, I I get it. You you want your guys in their spots, but right now you don't have the mm-hmm. your guys in their spots. You got a guy with a broken ankle. I mean, you got some. You got a you got a linebacker. That's that's out with COVID. You got a safety that's out with with COVID. I mean, you've got to move some folks around and do some different things. And so to have guys like a Micah Parsons who can give you some flexibility and do some different things, man, that's a that's 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 a big deal right now. Well, and I look the the biggest positive they have right now is Dan Quinn coming in and taking over this defense because he's creative enough to be able to do some of those things. You, None of us saw this coming, did we? No. And none of the Dallas media saw it coming either, by the way. No. Everybody was like, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, they're going to move some guys around. They're going to do mean, some I, different I think things. That they're going to be creative. That's the hidden gem right there, yeah. Dan Quinn being able to get in yeah. there and, and, and do his magic. I, I you know, I, I never would have said that he can move some guys around and be successful like that, but he did it last week. Now, Do, do they what's, win? What's he going to have underneath his sleeve tonight? It's yeah, going to well, be fascinating for me to watch. He'll have something. Yeah, I, I agree, and it's fascinating. It, I he, love it. I love having a coach that's a creative guy that, that can go in there and say, hey, we don't have to play in between the lines. We can color outside the lines and get this thing done. Look, he's got guys missing on the front, in the middle, mm-hmm. and on the back end. Yeah, I love because it. Because of injury and because of COVID. And so you got to figure some things out, and I promise you, he will. I think so too. He will. I'm very impressed with what he's done. Do they win? Yes. Big handily. 
Do they win, Aaron? Yes. Do they win big? T- uh, a touchdown. A touchdown. Not. All right. All right. So you you think that Jalen Hurd and those Eagles are going to come in here and hang in there? And they might. They might. I don't think so. I I think this is your first home game. You know who the best running back in primetime football is in the NFL for the last 50 years? Ezekiel Elliott. The last 50 years. He has has the biggest stats in the last 50 years in primetime games. Okay. See what they do with him tonight. You know – I, Let him run. Feed him the football. Yeah. <laughs> and, and once they do, he'll start letting you know, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, feed me the football. All right, uh, 512, let's continue our Cowboy conversation. Let's get to our Cowboy update with Christy Scales. And it's brought to you by Dr. Rao Alley of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He is board-certified pain specialist. And you can call Dr. Alley today at 469-562-4188. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott looks ahead to tonight's primetime matchup with the rival Eagles after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Tonight's Eagles-Cowboys Monday Night Football Division rival showdown at AT&T Stadium is the first of three straight home games, and it's also the first game quarterback Dak Prescott will play in front of the home crowd since suffering a gruesome ankle injury nearly 12 months ago. So tonight is something Dak's been pointing towards since the schedule was announced in the spring. I think this would just be a, a great one, just to get out there and do it again. I'll take a moment. I won't take any of it for granted. It's a great way to open up the season at home with the Eagles and on Monday Night Football. And I I know this win will be huge and and us capturing momentum that will continue throughout the year, but definitely throughout this home stretch. With both Washington and the New York Giants losing yesterday, tonight's Philly-Dallas winner will be alone in first place in the NFC East. We'll be back with you tonight for kickoff at 715 Central. From the Cowboys sideline, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. 
If you think vaccines alone will protect you from COVID-19, think again. More breakthrough cases of COVID variants show that vaccinated people are still vulnerable to the deadly disease. To be safe, monitor regularly for fever as it's the leading sign of COVID-19. Use Exergen, the only thermometer scientifically proven to detect fever. And beware of non-contact devices that miss five out of six fevers. Remember, vaccines are not enough, so protect yourself and your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Learn more at exergen.com. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies expected tonight. Low temperatures fall to around 70 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow with a 30% chance of scattered showers, maybe an isolated storm, a high of 92. And on Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 60% chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31-29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number 6, and Oklahoma State enters the Top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden-Simmons 34-28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66-yard field goal, the longest in NFL history by two yards and won the game 19-17 over the Lions. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid, 63, was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football, Cowboys host the Eagles, 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we uh, talk some some Big 12 football. And we welcome into the program Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hanging in there, so. Let's uh, let's go back to Saturday, and uh, I don't think anybody yeah. saw that one coming, Brandon. I mean, not seventy. Yeah, no, definitely not seventy. And you got to think because I mean, all week, you know, the the whole the whole team, the whole uh, coaching staff, everybody around the facilities just 
go down to Austin, improve to four and zero, get a win, come home, and let's you know keep the train rolling. And you go there and you kind of look like you're just unprepared. You look like you're just outmatched at every single level. And just giving up 70 points is just ridiculous for for a team like that to put up 35. And you know, then you lose your starting quarterback, uh, Muddy Waters, one of the you know the transfers that was making some noise. You lose him for don't know what amount of time. Maybe we'll find out tomorrow during availability. But he looks he looks pretty banged up. And Taz Brooks is out, who is one of your leading rushers. And you know, everything just kind of you know I guess just went back to reality for where the Red Raiders have been the past few seasons. Columbia coming into the game, and they're going to have to rely on him for at least a little while. How how concerning is that for this football team? Because, let's face it, last time he was out there, he was fair to say the most about him. Yeah, yeah, he was fair. And, you know, there a lot of, he got a lot of criticism from fans, especially when this fan, uh, fan base just wants to win. You know, and you bring in a highly talented transfer from, you know, Oregon and Tyler Shuck, and, you know, has almost all the intangibles. And you see, you know, see him playing. He has a few uh, decision-making miscues here and there, and you're kind of concerned, and then you actually do lose him, and then you see him Columbia come in. And it's actually kind of been a little positive, at least for, at least speaking on behalf of my website and our subscribers. They did like what they saw from him. It looks like he wasn't afraid to take the deep shot there late against Texas. Who knows? It's obviously desperation time whenever he was taking those shots. But um, he looked a little bit more comfortable. Now we move forward. But he has a big test with West, West Virginia in Morgantown and seeing how they've been playing. And you, you got to be ready to, you know, hopefully not have another week like you did uh, this past Saturday. It, it is a collarbone. Are they are they given any kind of time on, on Tyler? Yes, he's uh, he will miss at least six weeks. Oh. So they're looking around November-ish time to where maybe. That, and that's just obviously – what two or three days or two days in so we'll see but coach wells did say he will miss time and uh, i wouldn't be surprised if they do obviously columbia is going to be the expected starter but we saw donovan smith there late against texas in some packages and uh, from what i've heard uh, sonny cumbie really kind of wants to move, use that kind of going forward have columbia in there for you know those majority of the game but when donovan needs to come in use his legs a little bit um you just kind of you know expect to see that does Sonny Cumbie look like he's a little bit handcuffed for Matt Wells? Because this does not look like a Sonny Cumbie ran offense. They're way more conservative than I've seen Sonny before. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's something that uh, we brought up and probably something that we'll be asking, you know, Coach Wells tomorrow. I'll see, because um, from my understanding, he, Sonny Cumbie does have full control of the offense. Um, I know there's uh, it's Matt Wells at the end has, has to make those final decisions on, you know, what the decisions that head coaches do make. But play calling wise, I believe it is Sonny's uh, Sonny's call, and it's going to be just kind of interesting to see if he does anything different now that he has Columbia in there. I do know he's a huge fan of his, and uh, he loves uh, he loves Columbia's game and what he can bring to the table. So we'll see if Sonny kind of mixes it up a little bit here. But um, from my understanding, he does have full control of that. Brandon, we we talked about it uh, back during the summer. There was there's you know it's no secret that there's some heat on Matt Wells, and this uh-huh. this didn't do him any favors, did it? No, no, it it didn't, especially with the fan base. Um, a lot of people actually were calling for his job already. Um, some people obviously brought it back to they're still three and one. There's plenty of you know left in the season. You just start a Big Twelve play, but it was an embarrassing loss, and that's and you know Cliff had one of those against you know TCU a few years back. So 
um, you know, I guess it's just one of those things where obviously nobody expected it to kind of play out like that, and neither did Coach Wells or that coaching staff. So um, hopefully it's just a big wake-up call for for just kind of a lot of people, but they're still focused on the whole, you know, they're 3-1 and one and they have a lot to go, and uh, Columbia has a lot, to, uh, a lot to work with now that he's coming in. Brandon, I'm going to put it in your lap. Is Tech that bad or is Texas that good? That's a tough question because, uh, you know, I think Texas, I think I think Arkansas, you know, going back, I think bringing them into the mix, I think they're a lot better than people thought they, that they would be. And I think Texas uh, might be pretty pretty good. I think uh, what, what Coach Stark has going on down there, I think he's doing pretty well. He showed that he can go out there and dominate a football game. So it, it showed a lot about that coaching staff year one. Um, this staff, you know, on paper, they do have the players. It's just they're just they just didn't execute, and that's something this team has had problems with the past few years. And it's something that a lot of the fan base is kind of going off of. You know, just they just seem like they just weren't prepared, and they kind of just didn't want to fight out there. And they they lost the battle up front on both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive line. So um, it was just it looks like you know Texas is pretty good. Are they back? I don't know, but uh, Texas Tech just showed that they were just kind of unprepared and like I said kind of brought it back to you know nice three and oh start and then you get you get stomped and uh it brings back it brings the fan base back to those you know those four win seasons so and now you've got to find a way to rally rally the troops mm-hmm. I mean that's Matt Wells's number one task I think is is to get yep. his team rallied and you're going to go into a place where it's not easy to play it's never been easy to go into Morgantown and play and that's what you got to do this Saturday afternoon at 2 30. Yeah, for sure, and that's something that you know. Obviously, I don't have any any say in the game plan, or I'm not, you know, I'm not going on the field coaching or playing, and I'm even nervous about it because I could see this being a an, another, not probably, hopefully, not a 70 point blowout, but I could easily see this one getting a little out of hand and just kind of just being done by the third. But that's just going off the performance we saw last week, and then just uh, like you said, West Virginia has always been tough to begin with, but it looks like uh, Coach Neil uh, Neil Brown kind of has it figured out out there, so. We'll see how this one goes. It is, a lot of people are very nervous about it, but we'll be watching. So, Brandon, does Matt Wells survive the season? Does he get to coach the uh, last game of the season? If they're sitting in a good spot, I think they will. Just based off of current trends, I think we've only seen Kirby, uh, Kirby Hocutt only fire some coaches mid, uh, mid-season only a few times. But um, just uh, just kind of knowing how he kind of operates, I think if anything wants to be changed, it would be after the end of the season. If things do end up being what we saw on Saturday, that maybe we're talking about that on the phone of once again down the road. But I just don't see Kirby and the athletic department kind of making that decision mid-season. Be interesting. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. Brandon, what are you working on for uh, RedRaiderSports.com right now? Oh, right now we're uh, actually starting basketball tomorrow. We get our first glimpse at practice with Mark Adams, so we're going to have a lot of basketball stuff coming up, um, continuing with the football previews. But uh, we get first glimpse at that new facility tomorrow in, uh, in full swing. To my understanding, they're going to be in there fully fully going with practice, and we'll get to uh, speak with Mark Adams. So having a lot of basketball stuff going, uh, starting pretty soon. Hey, Brandon, thanks. We appreciate your time today. No problem. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Brandon Salees with RedRaiderSports.com. And, and, and Ward, you've been in the coaching profession. This is probably as difficult a, a week as, as they're going to have. I mean, they got to find a way to take all that outside noise. And you know there's plenty in Lubbock right now. they got to figure out a way to get that out of there. 
They got to rally the troops, and then they got to go play in Morgantown, which again is not an easy. You know, that's that's a difficult ask when you're going well, much less when you've got some you know some internal issues. And you know, when you get beat seventy to thirty-five, you can't help it. It's human nature. Start pointing fingers. Oh, there, there's a lot of dysfunction going on in that locker room right now. There's sure a lot is. of dysfunction going on in the practice field. Uh, the only thing you can do is just stay as positive as you can. you got to wad that one up, throw it away, and forget about it and start concentrating on moving forward. But, you know, when things start rolling bad, you have the tendency of here we go again. I, I mean, this is a tough ask. You know, we've seen good football teams go up to Morgantown and mm-hmm. get dismantled. This is not a good football team. Make no mistake about it. And and I, I understand he's saying, yeah, I think Texas is that uh, – Texas is not that good. I They're good. They're okay. They're, thir- they're not 35 points better than – No, Texas Tech be. is a bad football team right now. Shouldn't Just a be. bad football team. I was going to say, they were Saturday, but they shouldn't be. Well, no, they yeah. shouldn't be. And I, you know, I, and I get it. Arkansas, yeah, I mean, you want to make all the comparisons. Arkansas beat A&M and everything. You know, I, I get it. I understand what you're saying. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that, that Texas is that good. I think Texas Tech is, is – partly to blame being that bad so you know i is tech texas improved well yes they are they're playing they're playing okay right now do are they where they want to be no they're not nobody in this country is i don't think right now except maybe alabama you know so i mean take that for what it's worth but i still say that texas tech is a bad football team right now you can say well they were three and oh going in they were three and oh against nobody period There's a couple of W's there that that don't impress me, but I'm telling you, and, and I may eat my words later, but the, going on the road and beating Houston in Houston. Houston gave them that game, though. I'll keep going back to that. They I, they put that in their lap and let them beat them. I it, I don't think, to, to me, just watching the film and watching that game, Tech didn't win that game. Houston handed it to them on a silver platter. All right. True alumni over there. <laughs> it's 528. Let's talk about Circle Drug. They're at 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy needs and, and medical supply needs. Hey, look, they got a great selection of over over-the-counter medications as well. Fast friendly customer service I, and that's what i love about them i've told you this a million times you walk in there they know who you are walk in there a second time they're going to know your name walk in there a third time they're going to ask you about your kids that's just how it rolls at circle circle drug they they feel like they're kind of a part of your family and you you feel like hey look i can i can ask them a question about this prescription or or you know i could walk in there and say hey look little johnny scraped a knee well w- w- you know what should we you know what should we get and they can direct me to the best over the counter medications you know th- that's just what they do there and, and you know when you're in a a line that's got 17 people in the line and you're at the big you're at the big drug store and you know what i'm talking about you don't you you feel like man if i ask them questions and i'm holding everybody else up that's not how it works at circle drug they want to talk to you they've got plenty of people there to take care of you doc ever and his staff do a tremendous job there and, and, and that's that's part of that service that comes with it at circle drug 
free delivery, free drive-through window, curbside window, walk-up window. Uh, they'll, they'll even come out to your car and deliver it. I mean, you know, maybe not on roller skates. Well, if you ask them nicely, they might. But uh, you, you, you can text in uh, your, your order. They'll text you when your order is ready, uh, when your prescriptions are ready to be picked up. It's just they just got so many little things to make your life easier. And, and what, what about their hours? Think about this. Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. So if you get off at 5 o'clock, you still got plenty of time to go. If you work on, on Saturday, you still got plenty of time because they're not open till noon. They're open till 2 o'clock, 9 to 2 on Saturday. That's Circle Drug. They're at 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number. If you want to call and ask a question, they'd love to hear from you. 662-0774. That's 662-0774. Time now for our Baylor Sports Beat. Here's John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it was a winning weekend for Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football, knocking off 14th-ranked Iowa State at McLean Stadium. That plus volleyball, soccer, and equestrian news straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Mevis to kick off for Iowa State from left to right. Ebner will have a chance to return this one from the two. To the center of the field, to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. There goes Tristan Ebner. The 40, the 50, to the sideline. Tristan Ebner, he's going to take it all the way. Tristan Ebner. 98 yards for the Baylor touchdown. One of the big plays in a game of big plays for Baylor football on Saturday. The highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Treston Ebner taking a kickoff 98 yards for a touchdown as Baylor knocks off 14th ranked Iowa State 31-29 the final. Ebner, a big part of the victory for the Bears. Special teams, a big part of the win. After the game, Ebner spoke with the media. Um, it felt great. Coming in, we knew special teams were was um, something we could beat them on. They got a lot of big guys on a kickoff return, so we knew if we jumped them, we had way more speed than them. So I just feel like we executed well. And on the punt return, it was short, and I feel like the guys just stuck to their blocks great and gave me a seam. So I'm just glad we could execute those plays and change the game in that critical moment. 
Tristan Ebner following Baylor's 31-29 win over Iowa State Saturday at McLean Stadium. The game ended with Ebner recovering an onside kick to preserve the victory. Baylor now 4-0 on the season. They're 2-0 in Big 12 conference play, and they move into the Associated Press Top 25 poll at number 21 with the victory. Next up, the Bears on the road at 19th-ranked Oklahoma State this Saturday evening at 6. Also from the weekend, on Sunday, Baylor soccer, a 2-1 win over 8th-ranked TCU in Fort Worth. Baylor soccer opening with two conference road wins, their 2-0 in Big 12 conference play. And volleyball sweeps Kansas State to open Big 12 play in Manhattan. Equestrian opens their fall schedule with a 13-6 win over Tennessee Martin in Tennessee. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Moore Show. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, you let me know what we can do to help uh, leading up to the game on Saturday, and we'll see you Saturday at McLean Stadium. Well, there's one thing you can do. Yes, sir. You can tie those Baylor Bears defensive players with their hands behind their backs, <laughs> and they won't be able to tackle my Tigers. Chatterbox, that is not happening on Saturday. Listen, Baylor needs a win on Saturday, too. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31-29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number 6, and Oklahoma State enters the Top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden-Simmons 34-28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66-yard field goal, the longest in NFL history history by two yards and won the game 19 to 17 over the Lions. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid 63 was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football Cowboys host the Eagles 7:15 kickoff and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. 
540, 20 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And I, I didn't I didn't want this to get lost, uh, Ward. And, and I know that not everybody's a golf fan, but uh, everybody's a U.S. fan. So, I mean, this kind of, this kind of fits. Uh, and I don't know, do you watch Do you watch much of the Ryder Cup? I'd I, be honest, I didn't see one second of it. I was too busy with football. And, and that's the unfortunate thing. Uh, I, I didn't get to see as much as I wanted to. I saw very little, in fact. Uh, uh, and that's unfortunate because it's such a great event. Uh, and I did go back last night and watch some of the uh, the celebration and and just just the guys, you know, having a great time. They walloped the European team. I mean, this was one of the biggest margins of victory in Ryder Cup history, they beat them nineteen to nine. I mean, they took them to the woodshed from the from the from the jump on Friday, and, and just absolutely got it done. And and, and Jordan Spieth, the Austin native, uh, he he talked about not only winning uh, on U.S. soil, but you know one of the things that this team needs to be able to do is to go to Europe in two years and do it again. I think this is unfinished business. I think this was. This is one of those first one in wins. I think we needed to win this one. And then I think it was a massive stepping stone for this team and the, the group that we have here that have really known each other since almost back to grade school to, um, to continue to try and work hard to be on these teams to go over there because it's, it's one thing to win it here and it is a lot easier to do so. And it is harder to win it over there. And if we play like we did this week, uh, the score will look the same over there in a couple years. And, and that's, that's what we're here for. And that was one of the things that they talked about is not that guys didn't take it serious and didn't have a lot of pride in it, but this group really has an unbelievable passion for the Ryder Cup. And and this group has, you know, is they're all kind of in that same age group. And and, and as Spieth pointed out, and you know, and we talked about it, he, he's originally from Dallas, but went to, went to UT. Uh, But he, uh, these guys all played a lot of junior golf together. They they they've known each other a long, long time. Him and Justin Thomas are, are you know they're they're tight and they played a lot of golf together in, in the in the in the tournament. But it, it's cool to see these guys have such pride in, in this event. And look, I mean, I'm telling you right now, they're already having conversations about you know two years from now when they go to Europe and, and play again. They they want to win. I mean, there is a desire. To, to win this thing, and, and I think it's kind of cool. Golf is such, as you guys know, such an individual sport. You know, at the professional level, the PGA level, you, you've got you, you've got you know, you've got a trainer probably, and you've got a swing coach, and you know that that's 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 your group, you know, and then your caddy, obviously. Uh, here, there was twelve players, you know, eight on the course at a time, and. And, you know, then there was captains and, and vice captains. And it, it was, you know, just a group of guys that, that you know, that that created, you know, they like almost like a family atmosphere. And, and they went out and played well. And, look, the, the Europeans was a good team, but they just ran into a buzzsaw this weekend uh, called the U.S. Ryder Cup team. And uh, we'll see. But I, I was watching it last night on the Golf Channel. Uh, you know, kind of towards the late late last night, you know, kind of wrapping up the night. And it was just kind of fun to watch these guys and, and to listen to them talk and, and the passion that they, they have 
for one another. It, it was it was kind of cool. And then, and, and I know we've joked about it, and everybody and their grandmothers joked about it, uh, the, the, you know, the Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka thing, which I think is kind of cool, you know, the little feud. But, I mean, look, they were asked to put that to the side, and whether they did or didn't, I don't know. But they certainly did on, on the outside. I mean, they congratulated each other. There was a couple of hugs, in fact, yesterday after they won the whole thing. There was, you know, there was – casual conversation whether they hate each other like each other all I know is they put it they put it to rest for those three days anyway and that'll tell you what what that what that event means to these players not only collectively but individually as well I thought it was I thought it was fun unfortunately like you said Ward we were incredibly busy Mm -hmm. covering football all weekend long and didn't get to see a lot of it uh which you know the way it goes, but uh, I, I'm kind of hoping they repeat it. I'm hoping the Golf Channel shows it again, maybe late that'd at night great. this week. Yeah, that'd be that'd I would be nice. love I'll to go back because I'd and, like to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I would love to go back uh, and 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 watch it again. Maybe show it, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that. Don't show it tonight. We're busy, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> got things to do. Uh, but you you know what I mean. I, I would love to to be able yeah, to, to. I'd like to watch a little bit of that. I, it you know, and just going back and reading some of it. it it sounds, you know, just from the articles that it was, it was a dominating performance by the U.S. team from top to bottom, and and again, sounds like they had a good time being dominant in in the performance, and you know maybe when they go across seas, and I, I even read where uh, Tiger Woods may be in the mix, along with Phil Mickelson may be in the mix as as part of the captains uh, on the next team. How how fun would that be? Just being able to have those two guys involved in it as well, and and helping these young guys, and you know, I, I think it's a great event. It, but unfortunately for me, it was just something that I I couldn't catch up with this weekend. They had six Ryder Cup rookies on the U.S. team. Wow, that'll tell you how that's young a they lot. were. Yeah, that's that's a young team. You know, like a guy like a Dustin Johnson, he mm-hmm. was kind of like the veteran of, of you know one of the veteran guys of the team. I mean, they were young to say the least, and uh, and again. Uh, they got a good taste of it. They played at home. They had the home home course advantage. Make no mistake about it. Uh, when they're roaring for you like that, and I mean, there was I, I did watching some of the highlights. There was some big time roars. I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but DeShambo drives the green and, and makes eagle. Wow! On, on I think it was on one. I mean, he absolutely came out of his shoes hitting that driver. And then, and then, he, then, then rolls the putt in, and, and he goes it, and you know what a start, right? I mean, so just good stuff, good stuff. Now, uh, again, I wish we could have seen more of it. Uh, I, I watched as much as I could last night, uh, but you know, most of that was the celebratory, uh, the champagne, and all that, and the speeches, and the press conferences, and all that. I didn't get to see a, lo- a lot of the golf. I would like to see the golf. I like for I would like for the Golf Channel or NBC or somebody. To, uh, to repeat it. So, we'll see. All right, uh, it is 546. We are 14 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. When people go through adversity together, I think it can bring them, them closer together, and I really think that's, that's happened for the eight of us. And then just excited for the four that uh, will be joining the, 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 the conference. And um, I, I, I think there's a, a special opportunity for, for the Big 12 to, to be better 
than it's ever been before. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 548, 12 away from six. It is time for the grab bag. And congratulations to uh, Garmin Randolph. He was the uh, co-defensive player of the week. Tristan Ebner from Baylor, uh, the uh, special teams player of the week. And rightfully so, man. Uh, they they uh, both played terrific, so that's good stuff. Uh, also, uh, congratulations, number 10 Baylor volleyball team sweep. Uh, swept K-State for the second straight night and continued their overall winning streak. And uh, the Baylor improved to 7-3 to overall, 2-0 and in conference play and uh, in volleyball. And, uh, in soccer, uh, Baylor takes down TCU 2-1. to So uh, that's a, a terrific win for, for Baylor in soccer as they win over TCU by a final of 2-1. to uh, I've got the top 25 here someplace, Ward. Uh, and I was looking for it. Hang on. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so here is what we have as far as the top 25 is concerned on the college football front uh, on this uh, on this Monday. The uh, number one team in the country, I bet you can't guess who it is. Um, Alabama? Uh, yeah, well, that's good. Bama, Georgia, wow. Oregon, and Penn State. One, one, two, three, and four. So that's your playoff this week. Uh, some other teams of interest. Oklahoma is at six. Future uh, Big 12 member Cincinnati's at seven. Arkansas jumped up to eight. You know, remember, they weren't even in the poll when the season started, and they're number eight now. Uh, BYU, another future Big 12-er, is number 13. The Aggies slipped to 15. Cowboys are in at 19. Baylor is at 21. And the Clemson Tigers, who have a guaranteed spot in the playoff, <laughs> is at number 25. So how's that going to work out? <laughs> so, I mean, at 2-2, two and two, how's that going to work out? They got a guaranteed spot. I don't know. Could be interesting. It, it is. I mean, so we may have a new team in that top four uh, when, when we get to January. Boy, we'll don't see. you know the Aggies are sick after this weekend? Absolutely they are. All right, uh, 551, not away from six. Don't forget, coming up at the top of the hour, we've got – 
the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles from AT&T Stadium. Our pregame again at 6, the kickoff just after 7 o'clock. So it should be a lot of fun. And we're all picking the Cowboys, but Ward and I are going out there and saying that this is going to be a Cowboy thumping of the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a better football team, and they're at home at AT&T Stadium. And Aaron goes, no, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go <laughs> touchdown. I said a touchdown. Seven touch points that. is a lot in the NFL. Oh, no, no, man. No, 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 no. Seven points is seven points. This, I mean, I'm talking at least two scores in seven years ago or something like that. I don't know. Uh, all right. That's, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, it's Monday, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it again uh, tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on the program. Thanks to Jerry Hill and thanks to Brandon Salise for being a part of the program. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll give you the players of the week in the Big 12 Conference, two of the honorees from the Baylor Bears. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Now for the latest on Big 12 Conference football. Here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Play action pass. Deflected and intercepted. Baylor's got the interception. Intercepted by Baylor's Garvin Randolph on the tipped ball. Baylor has their first takeaway today from Iowa State. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Garmin Randolph with the interception on the tipped ball by Apu Ika. Part of a 31-29 win by Baylor over 14th-ranked Iowa State on Saturday. Randolph with the interception to go along with a career-high six tackles. Named today the Big 12 Conference Co-Defensive Player of the Week. The other defensive player of the week is Malcolm Rodriguez from Oklahoma State. He recovered a fumble and scored a touchdown in the first quarter of Oklahoma State's 31-20 win over previously 25th-ranked Kansas State. Third down and goal inside the one-yard line. Thompson under center. Casey surging forward. Casey Thompson is across. Touchdown, Texas. Greg Way with the call, courtesy of the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield. Casey Thompson with a big day at quarterback for the Longhorns on Saturday. He is the league's offensive player of the week. 
Thompson completed 18 of 23 passes, establishing a career high with 303 passing yards and five touchdowns, leading Texas to a 70-35 win over Texas Tech in Austin on Saturday. Baylor's Treston Ebner contributed mightily to the Bears' win over Iowa State with 168 return yards. His day was highlighted by a 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown and then a 41-yard punt return that set up the game-deciding points for the Bears on Saturday. Again, 31-29 Baylor over Iowa State. Casey steps up, deep over the middle ball, caught by Worthy in the Tech territory, still on his feet. He broke free! Say goodnight to this one. Xavier Worthy pinballed away from two would-be tacklers, and the strike goes for 62 yards and a Longhorn touchdown. Again, Craig Way from the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield. Xavier Worthy on the receiving end of that touchdown pass, and those are today's honorees from the Big 12 Conference. We'll have more tomorrow on our Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. I'm John Morris. John Morris, weekdays at 2 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's off to Stillwater this week for Dave Aranda and the Bears, taking on Oklahoma State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cowboys, from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater. This Saturday, right here on ESPN Central Texas.